My future's so bright, I gotta wear regular glasses. It's not that bright. Oh boy, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through the internet, the worldwide web, it's Worldwide Catherine, Catherine Cogart. Hey, Tim. Hey, Catherine. Are you the Carbon San Diego esque villain I am picturing when I say Worldwide Catherine? Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> she was the coolest, wasn't she? She was very cool. Yeah, I think she may have been the coolest character of my youth. I think so, yeah. Let's see. Anybody cooler? Um, the lead singer of the Beats? Maybe. No. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's like Rockstar versus International th- Thief. She's way cooler. She's yeah. way cooler, yeah. I think the problem was when whenever they tried to make someone cool in, in the 90s, it was they were always radical. And uh, that does not stand the test of time. Yeah, Carmen Sandiego is all class. All class, all the time. Pierce Brosnan Bond villains? Mm, no, because they were always kind of gross. Yeah, they were kind of grungy. Yeah, like, just, they had some issues. Thanks, Seattle. Did they? Oh, the grunge. I thought Seattle yeah, was the, the home of, of, canonically, all of Pierce Brosnan Bond villains. <laughs> It's, it's somewhere in the liner notes that Goldfinger's from Seattle. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of in the uh, the obscure lore, like uh, Merlin was born backwards. You don't really know that. Like, you can go through all of Arthurian legend and not really notice that, but it's in there. Hmm. How do you know that? Uh, I It was on a podcast the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in t- the deepest records of the deepest catacombs or podcasts. No, I looked it up as like, was that really true? And then I looked it up and it is true. Born backwards. What does that mean? Born Feet first? <laughs> no, no, no. It means uh, he was, he experienced his life backwards. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Really? Yeah. That's weird. So there were no So he s- ended his life by entering his mother's womb, presumably. He was Benjamin Button. He was not Benjamin Button. He was not born an old man. He was... From our perspective, he was born a boy, and he then he grew old. But from his perspective, he became alive after dying, and then he experienced each day backwards. Right, right, right. Is that how he saw the future? Did he see the future? It, it's kind of how he saw the future in quotes, because he knew what would happen to people, but he didn't know what had happened to them. So it's why he had a really hard time like bonding with people. Because he's like, I just know what's going to happen to you, and it's not going to be great. So let's just, let's fine. Let's just take a step back, okay? This week, we're talking about sewing. (laughs) Talking about sewing. That is our topic for the week. Yep. Um, Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) (laughs) It's my understanding, Catherine, that you have a, a, a close relationship with sewing. I really do. Now, is it is it sewing in particular, or is it sort of all the all the home ecky things? Ecky. You know, it ended up being all of the home ec things. I sort of acquired a fondness for all home ec e things, uh, one at a time, like mm-hmm. Pokemon. Three weeks in a row, Pokemon references. We're st- we're really living the dream. 
We know what the people come for. So, did you... Would, now, you've confided in me previously that you went to something called quilt school? Quilt school! And that was a, like a summer uh, thing. No, it's sewing school. Sewing school. Had to be an alliteration. Was this like the finishing school that they had to go to uh, in a league of their own? Did you have to like walk balancing a book on your head and say, Whoa, the they went to a dear. finishing school? Yeah, did you never see a league of your sports? own? No, I hate sports. Yeah, well, this is the movie, the sports movie for you then. Okay. I mean, except for its staunch no crying stance, which I know you're not, you wouldn't support. I'm a big crier. Mm-hmm. Just a real cry I lady. I cry the news every morning. I'm the town crier. <laughs> well, someone's got to protect this city from the British. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, they went to... It, it, was, it was totally ridiculous because they go around finding all the people, all the, all the ladies who are good at sports or softball or whatever, who can then go play in this league that they tried to set up. Um, in, in absence of the men who have gone off to war during World War II, I guess? Okay. I think it was World War II. Sure. I don't think it was Korea. And uh, then they all, like, make the team, and then they've all, like, been, you know, gutting it out and everything. And then the uh, sort of pompous, sexist manager goes up, and one, he shows them their uniforms, which involves wearing a very short skirt, uh, which is mm -hmm. ridiculous for baseball. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then, two, he makes them all, like, you know, you have to go to finishing school to be the, the finest ladies, because the way he was selling the league was, like, Guess what, dudes? It's sports you like and pretty ladies that you like. <laughs> Which is why they went to finishing school. The, the scene was played for laughs because they were all very mad about it. Sure. Mm -hmm. I would be. I don't know. I, eh, baseball's really boring. You'd be mad about having to do baseball around the finishing school. <laughs> I'm assuming there's some baseball involved, right? Like there's like a tryout scene where they're hitting baseballs and catching them and there's like a, like a game at the end that they're winning or something. I mean, that's the formula. Yeah. I'm trying to remember how it ends. I, I, I don't think they play. I, it doesn't end with the, with the game. It, okay. end, it ends with, like, her husband comes back from the war because he's been injured. And then, like, she has to make the decision of whether she's going to go play the championship game or just, like, go start a life. And then she has this complex relationship with her younger sister. Um, oh, and then she has to deal with her husband's PTSD. And uh, well, no, then that's, it's a whole other movie. That's a league of their own, too. <laughs> a whole new kind of problem. I don't know. You, you might like it. What, what, do you, have you liked any sports movies? Movies involving sports? Uh, Friday Night Lights? No. Mm. I've never seen it. I have no interest in seeing it. I like that roller derby movie with Ellen Page. That was mm. fun. Whip It, yeah. Yeah, I liked Whip It. There you go. Uh, uh, murder yeah. Ball? Um, uh -uh. Second Murder Ball reference in two weeks. Um, <laughs> That's true. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It might have been called Rollerball uh, now that I think about it. But Mad Men was a sports movie, right? Second Mad Men reference, two weeks. <laughs> Let's put the camera away for now and talk about sewing. <laughs> we'll come back to the big board in a minute. So, so you went to quilting school or sewing school or the finishing school from a league of their own. And, but were you taking classes, like home ec classes in school at all? No. And no. I wouldn't if I had the opportunity. Really? Why not? Because that's girly. That's like, that's way too feminine. That's not for me. I'm not going to do that. That's like demeaning. Wait, I took home ec in school. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about like... Oh, that's cool, like, man. Whatever. No, no, no. We're talking about like middle school, high school Catherine, right? Yeah. Who was Cat at the time. And mm -hmm. Of course Kat, you were. as we'll call her. And you were into was... anime. I know your type. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> hmm. 
I know that, that was, girl. Uh... I was very into that girl. <laughs> oh, Lord. Not you. Jeez, that's Make gross. the uncomfortable silence longer, Tim. Don't talk. I do everything wrong. <laughs> anyway, that girl was very, like, staunchly against being feminine, you know? Or, like, doing, like, typically feminine things or following in her mother's footsteps or mm -hmm. uh, carrying on the tradition of womanhood because the tradition of womanhood was stupid. All right, you've got one minute to describe the tradition of womanhood to me. Uh, <laughs> cooking, mm -hmm. uh, making your husband happy. <laughs> <laughs> Something which you'll never buy into. <laughs> not, not that, not that, not Cat, the anime-loving, hot topic-wearing uh, anarchist <laughs> who was pretty good at math. <laughs> yep, that's the type. Um, oh, Lord. This is immensely uncomfortable for me. <sighs> I mean, are you uncomfortable? Because I'm a little uncomfortable. I've never been uncomfortable, ever. What about those time, that time you were wearing leather pants? That seemed a little uncomfortable. You were watching that? No, now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> now I'm uncomfortable. No, no, like, I don't know, like, as dumb as, um... I don't know, wherever old you were, like, 13-year-old cat was, like, mm -hmm. as an outsider as I was, mostly because, mm -hmm. well, no. You know, at the time, I definitely totally blamed it on the fact how, how fat I was. But really, it was a lot of, like, hey, I don't have social skills. This girl obviously also doesn't have social skills. Is that what we're talking here? Yeah, well, you know, as an outsider, you look to other outsiders because you want to uh, unite against um, the, the cool kids, I guess? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a two-party system. <laughs> Pretty much. What are we talking about? Sewing? Sewing. Okay. The tradition of womanhood. <laughs> so that was about one one minute on the tradition of womanhood? Well, I stopped your timer. We can start again. <laughs> oh, okay. Playing with dolls. Sewing, obviously. Knitting. Not knowing how to do anything at all technical. <laughs> Throwing up your hands and saying, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> well, that's if there's a mouse or, uh, I don't know, an elephant. I mean, you have a... <laughs> no, wait. Elephants are afraid of mice, as are women. Right. I've got the analogy down. Yes. Feeling as though there are places in this world that you just don't belong. Sure. Uh, that's, the, that's my 13-year-old perception of the, uh, the tradition of womanhood. Well, you know, I mean, you got to start with the basics. It's like how they teach us that Christopher Columbus discovered America first, and then they go like, wait, that's wrong, and he was a huge jerk. Um, <laughs> and then we go, wait, that's wrong. He was kind of just raised in this tradition that he was better than everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, if you're lucky, by uh, 900th grade, you, you start to, <laughs> to truly understand the complex uh, interrelationships that led to that particular event happening when the... Uh, those three ships landed on Hispaniola and uh, your post 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 doctorate on Christopher Columbus you can get that if you work hard enough um, let's come back in a moment on the Doom to Fail podcast Sitting on the needles that she leaves upon the chairs, and 
should you knock at our street door, my whispers come inside. Then when you ask where Susie is, she says with loving pride. And we are back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about sewing. And, and you said when you were talking about traditional roles that you were, yeah. you were aghast at having to possibly fill. You said that uh, traditional womanhood in your one-minute one explanation that we rounded up to a minute. You said nothing technical, but I feel like like sewing and, and you know, all that crafty stuff, like, okay, some of it, like, it just sort of ends up with a cutesy crafty thing. But, like, sewing is so technical. Like, mm-hmm. as, I was, as I was learning to use a sewing machine for the very first time yesterday, I thought to myself, why isn't this, like, why don't we have more technical, like, like, why did I only take, like, one quarter's worth of home ec? Like, and, and half of it was, like, cooking stupid junk. And maybe someone needed to know how to make a smoothie, but I, I figured I would have figured it out. I feel like, but I feel like I needed, you know, like, like gym. It should have been something like gym, where you know you take a little bit every single year and you learn like dumb little household things, so you can like fix things. Yeah, I absolutely. Know. I mean, I think it shouldn't be a question between shop and home ec. I think you should have to take both. Correct. I agree. I think we yeah. should kick out math. Because it requires a lot of critical thinking skills and a lot of problem solving, and I think those are like good skills to extrapolate into other parts of your life in the first place. Absolutely, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like these are things you're likely to come up with. Which, Frank, I mean, you know, once you're past algebra, most people are not going to use that. If you're going to go be a scientist or you know, an, I don't know. An yeah. Ec- 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 Economist. There it is. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe on a good day. Yeah. He'll I mean, use some y equals mx plus b. But otherwise. Yeah, for all that graphing everyone does every day. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 oh, I just feel like there's got to be a better way to do it so that I could have learned to rehem my pants easily, more easily. But, oh, yeah. Like, God, instead of choir or band, I don't know, you really enjoyed band. <laughs> I liked band. Band was optional. But maybe like make music an extracurricular and then, because you could have still done it. It would have been fine. And uh, then make uh, these like life skills things the thing to do. No, I'm, I'm still saying you should drop uh, drop English or drop, well, maybe not English. <laughs> English is definitely the sort of thing where it's like, well. It is the language we all speak. <laughs> You'll be fine. But but I think with English you don't you don't learn a lot more every year. It's just sort of you read more material and write more and you know craft your 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 work, right? I think uh, English is where a lot of critical thinking skills come in, though. Mm, I did take There's a class a called of critical, critical writing. Yeah, it was all about critical I thinking. Think, I think that's the whole point of school for the masses is to learn a couple of critical thinking skills, to learn to think. Well, maybe. <laughs> Essentially, that's what. 12 years of school are trying to teach you. <laughs> well, maybe. Got it. That's, I mean, that's why you take chorus, is to work on that high pitch. Well. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to graduate 12th grade going, well, maybe. No, True story. It's not work. <laughs> One of our chemi professors always started, started like every other sentence with, well. <laughs> Just like that. What a joy. I bet they knew. Was it, was it a he or a she? He. I had no female chemical engineering professors. I suppose that's not that surprising. That's traditional womanhood is yeah, right not there. being a chemical engineering yeah. professor. And look at you professor. now. I'm not a chemical engineering professor. 
we had one professor come in as I graduated who who was a lady. Yeah. Yeah. They got a token one. I never had her, but. Mm, I see. You got I a be- token chick. I bet it was biologically uh, concerned, right, or environmentally concerned. Uh, no, she was the wife of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> if it had just been a token environmental engineer in the chemie department, it would have been already kind of like, uh, Oh, yeah. It would have been a little, yeah. well, maybe. But <laughs> I don't know. No, I still, think, I, I still think you could probably condense math. I don't think you need, I didn't need to take pre-algebra, algebra, geometry, pre-calc, and calc, and whatever oh, the hell yeah. I took sophomore year. But, okay, if we're trying to encourage people to do more STEM because we're falling behind in STEM... Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics careers. Yeah. Uh, then I think giving them an awesome alternative like shop slash home ec is the wrong way to go. <laughs> I think we should look to the Soviet Union in the 1930s and focus on heavy industry. We should be having guys who can run a steel mill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, no. You know, huh. I don't think you're wrong. Actually, I think that's probably a pretty good idea. Instead of maybe like a steel mill, like a semiconductor plant mm. high-tech manufacturing <laughs> but that comes back down to people okay so i mean this is really what we need as much as i would like to be able to stitch my pants which i did not have a good enough sewing machine for and i'm just going to bring it to someone um good call i, I could probably just you know give that to somebody who has invested in the vested in being able to hem with a industrial machine that can do, do crazy stitches and whatever i need yeah. star stitches if, if the stitches aren't star of david shape gotta be a star point yeah flashy okay so fine but really really if we're talking practical skills we ought to just have all classes be about using computers like we should stop teaching everything but computers because well, then it's gonna be like that episode of star trek uh the one where they went to the computer planet yeah the computer planet and everything was run by computers and everybody had forgotten how to do everything or right? like wally like wall no not like wally no what i'm saying is People learn to use the computers, not the computers run things. It's people, mm-hmm. you know, become the people who can operate the semiconductor computers who make but the But then you need somebody to operate the computers, and then you need somebody to operate the plants who operate the computers. And No, you can have I computers do that. I don't know. See, this is how economies work, is everything builds on each other. All the industries are dependent on one another. Catherine, I am confident I've built a complete economy here in the past ten minutes. I'm pretty sure what we've laid out totally works. So. Okay. So, cool. yeah. Cool. All right. All right. We'll be right back on the Dude Podcast. Or will we? Will we? No, we will. I forgot to tell you that our sister Susie's married. And when she isn't sewing shirts, she's sewing other things. Then little sister Molly says, oh, sister's so jolly. She's making all the clothes for it with pretty bows and strings. Says Susie, don't be silly, as she blushes and she sighs. Then mother smiles and whispers with a twinkle in her eyes. Hey, we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about sewing, stitching. Um, Shazam. Shazamming. It's like an infomercial for sewing. Shazam! It's made by the Germans. You know they make good stuff. <laughs> you like the Germans. You like Settlers of Catan, don't you? And BMWs? <laughs> that 
would have been a much better infomercial if he had gone on for a few minutes about things Germans make. <laughs> and uh, of the inner schnitzel and um, Bayer aspirin and uh, the dye indigo, indigo colored dye, hefeweizen, um, pretzels, um, pretzels, Angela Merkel. Um, Werner Herzog. Oh, absolutely. I thought he was, is he Austrian or no? He's German. And Werner Herzog movies. No, I'm just assuming. He sounds German, so. He's okay. German. He's German now. Congratulations, Werner Herzog. You've just acquired a new culture. Absolutely. He's the best. Do you think Werner Herzog gets into sewing? I think he does everything. Oh, yeah. I think he's tried everything and then made a documentary about it, and he's only released the best ones. That's a smart way to live your life. I buy yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. So, I don't know what else we could talk about with sewing. I mean, we've talked about womanhood. We've talked about, uh, we went over, did we go over Pokemon yet? I think that was the last one. <laughs> yeah, I, well, how do you, I, I don't know that they have anything sewn in, in their culture, the, the pokey culture. The pokey culture. I don't know, that knapsack. Yeah, I suppose like any clothes. I mean, this is, this is the really impressive thing about sewing, right, is that between weaving, weaving is what you call it when you actually manufacture like a, a strip of fabric, right? No, 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 weaving is a whole other thing. Right, but that's like how you make fabric, right? You weave together cords of of cotton or whatever, and then yeah, but it's a it's like a craft. You do it with a loom. You can have a loom in your home and weave right, tapestries. Not... Tapestries. Like a crazy cat lady will have a loom in her home and she'll weave like, real like seaweed into her tapestries because she lives on Bainbridge and there's a lot of seaweed and kelp out there. <laughs> this sounds like a story that you are familiar with. <laughs> you know what we need more of here in Washington? Seaweed. Native American chainsaw art. That's what we need more of. <laughs> Don't disrespect their culture. Uh, like uh, depictions of salmon going through the streams. Upstream, downstream. <laughs> Sidestream. Uh, we need more glass art. That's what we need. Oh, Drift yeah. Driftwood piled on top of each other. That's the art that we need more of. <laughs> Can you tell that I hate North or Northwestern art? I think it's the least creative thing ever. What's a, I don't know, glass is not, like, super easy to work with. I feel like glass no. art must be a little creative. It's not, but at this point, I've seen every Chihuly. Like, I haven't seen every piece of Chihuly work, but I've seen every piece of Chihuly work. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was as cultured as you so I could have strong opinions about art, because I do not. Like, whenever I see something, I'm like, interesting. Well, here's the thing. You live in a place where art is still interesting. <laughs> Do I? I am not convinced that I do. Mostly, I go, to, I go to art bars. Do you do have art bars? Uh, no, because they would be full of stinky driftwood and seaweed. Not appetizing, that's for sure. I don't know. Maybe you could make the right kind of cocktail cool. to go with that. I mean, we went to, uh, I don't know if you call it an art bar, but when I was visiting you, we went to a, uh, like a tea shop, and there was like a cool depiction of every neighborhood of San Francisco, and they, like each neighborhood had a little poster and that was really cool oh yeah those are adorable i don't know if they're art they're more like yeah. kitschy um i guess they're art That's, i mean someone had to put it together and they are very it's pretty. certainly culture yeah. yeah to some extent but no i was i was i i was thinking more of like there's a couple bars in my neighborhood where you'll go and there's just sort of like uh, an exhibition on the walls like here's a bunch of paintings by this guy you can buy them if you want but they're like a thousand dollars um yeah. And mostly, I find that the the methodology to making art bar art seems to be like, 
hey, I've got some drawing talent. I'm going to uh, draw something accurately, but also gross. Like, yeah, that's true. Let's make something to get a reaction. Yeah. Here's a dude puking I mean, into a garbage can. Yeah. No, I think that's kind of the same across the board, like across the country. Mm. But I'm saying, like, if you went into a gallery in San Francisco, I think mm. you would see more interesting things than if you went into a gallery here in Seattle. I see. Well. Uh, Not crazy about our art scene. Yeah. Have you been to a gallery? Like an, an opening? Yeah, I do. Or, like, you know, I'll walk into galleries just on the street. I don't, am I the only person who does that? You're so cultured. <laughs> I don't even leave the house. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out there. They're free, though. Like, you can just walk into a gallery and nobody expects you to buy anything. Yeah, but you might have to make conversation. Uh, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's shy and hates each other here, so that's less of a risk. Oh, okay. So that's pretty easy. It's pretty nice, actually. Yeah. So, sewing. My point was I was impressed with... Uh, the clothes that we wear every day involves a lot of sewing. I do. It does, yeah. And uh, yeah. when I actually tried to hem something, I was like, oh, I can't do this. There's a lot <laughs> of work going on there. Just like the work al- just alone to keep the fabric straight while you're working. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough. I, I do not envy those Lowell factory girls who uh, talk, about, talk about your uh, traditional womanhood. Going to work in the factory in Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, yeah. And like losing their arms and stuff. It's kind of the, the industrial revolution was sort of horrifying. It was kind of horrifying across the board. Yeah, not just in Lowell. Yeah. Yeah, you picture them just like, oh my god, what a nightmare! Like, I, I picture you go to work now, and if you work in like a stuffy office job or whatever, you're just like, I can't believe Rick emailed me this dumb project to work on. <laughs> and there, there would be like, oh my God, are we seriously out of donuts already? <laughs> Lit- I work with fat asses. I wanted a donut. <laughs> I mean, not enough to swing it to me being a fat ass. I was, tr- I was hoping to, like, walk the line. Is that okay? <laughs> it's okay. You don't have a job. Therefore, you didn't steal any donuts. Therefore, I've, you're a skinny person. I've lost a lot of weight since I uh, quit my job. That's that, awesome. That was not a healthy job for me. <laughs> peanut butter pretzels? Oof. Oh, those peanut butter pretzels. So tasty. Yeah, they provided a lot of snacks there. Yeah, there were, and, and more, more to come. After I left, yeah. they installed a soda fountain, like a legitimate like Taco Bell-style soda fountain where you can just like stick your mug up there. Did they have Baja Fresh Mountain Dew? <laughs> My favorite flavor of Wait, soda? Baja Fresh Mountain Dew. It was taco-flavored? Isn't Baja Fresh a taco place? <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Ta- Baja Fresh is a taco. Mm, cilantro. No, excuse me. It's Baja Blast. Baja Blast, I see. Baja Blast Flavored Mountain Dew. Yes, native to uh, Baja it's California. It's Mountain Dew, but seafoam green, green colored. And I mystified that there's a drink that that's color, and that's why I keep getting it. <laughs> this is the grossest. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Any any episode follow up that we need to touch on? I don't have any episode follow up. It's a very it's like a unicorn. Episode <laughs> follow up is like a unicorn. Well then, until next time, get your get your needles out. Do a little bit of stitching and sewing and, I don't know, make things come together. Isn't that, isn't that the real beauty of sewing? Make something. Yeah, it's a uniter, not a divider. A lover, not a fighter. A toker, a midnight joke. Sewing. Maurice. We'll see you next week. Until then, that's Captain Gogurt over there. And that's Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. I'm glad that's off my chest. Now I'd like to have everyone join in a chorus with me.
It isn't as hard as it sounds. Not nearly as difficult as Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers or she sells seashells by the seashore. But you must be sober before you try it. Now, all together, everybody. Now, that won't do at all. I think you all better go back to sleep, and I'll try it again myself. <laughs>